I think it's high time for another episode of Finding Ground. I'm your host, Rachel Moore, and today's episode is going to talk about a melancholy person in their control area. And we are going to also touch on why I taught my daughter how to scream. I really hope you're enjoying these getting to know you little parts of our episodes. Um, I think it is so important that you not only get to know yourself, your temperament, but also learning that other people have different temperaments and so that's why they react a lot different than we would react is so important in our everyday lives. And so today we are going to deal with um, the, well, just the uniqueness of a melancholy person in control. And I have to admit that I'm actually a melancholy person in control. And you're going to get to know a lot about me, but also a lot about maybe somebody that you know. So when we're talking control in a person's temperament, we're talking about their willingness to make decisions, to take on responsibilities of themselves and on others. When you hear melancholy in control, you're thinking, okay, a melancholy person, oh, they might be a little depressed, so they don't want to do anything, or they don't want to control the things around them, or anything like that. But actually, a melancholy in control is very independent. They're very self-motivated. They express very little control over the lives and behaviors of others, and will not tolerate any control over their own lives. So if somebody if somebody were to control, well, I'm a melancholy, so if somebody were to control me, um, I would probably fight really hard against that. I don't particularly like when somebody tries to control my actions or what I do. It doesn't end up well. Um, they also make decisions and take on responsibilities very well when they're dealing with things that they know. If they don't know how to do it, it's going to be a little harder. It's going to take a little longer. It's going to look like they're procrastinating, but they're not procrastinating. They just want to know something really well before they do it. They have good leadership capabilities. And if allowed to move into unknown areas at their own pace, then they, again, they can do it really well. We also, as melancholies in control, tend to be uh, a bit... Um, well, we want to appear very competent and in control of what we're doing. So appearing this way, and if somebody calls us out on something, it, it can really, really break us down and cause a lot of our weaknesses to come out. Um, they have a compulsive fear of the unknown. Um, it's very, the unknown is probably the scariest thing for them. And again, that's why it causes procrastination when they're trying to learn something that they don't know. They become very angry if confronted for their mistakes or criticized or made to look foolish. That is one thing that um, God has really been chiseling out of me. Um, but uh, also, they are very legalistic, uncompromising, and rigid. Again, these are weaknesses of a person in the control area who is melancholy. But again, God works on us. But sometimes you need that rigidness and that uncompromising and that's why god made us like this um they become very uneasy or anxious if solely responsible for themselves or for others and um, this is something that i really didn't understand until i started to learn this but it really 
if I am responsible for everything, it really weighs on me and uh, I really fall to my weaknesses when that happens. But this is going to happen when you have a melancholy um, temperament. They will also give advice when people ask, but they will not pressure anyone to follow their advice, which I think is really funny because I am a counselor and um, I'll tell you my advice, but if you don't follow it, that I mean, that's up to you. It's your choice. And I think that's kind of what gives me an edge when it comes to counseling. You're probably beginning to see the importance of understanding your temperament, understanding the gifts that God has given you, and understanding why you react the way that you react. It can really help your life, not only you individually, but also it helps you to see people from God's eyes instead of trying to figure them out and um, trying to just put up with them. Once we can see, okay, God made this person like this for a certain purpose, and so let's, let's, let's help them. Of course, when it comes to our kids, this would be a really good tool to use. To know your child's temperament is probably the most priceless thing that you can have because you can understand why they react the way that they react. For instance, my son does not want to drive, but it's totally in his temperament not the one to want the responsibility of it. And I understand that, but of course, he has to learn how to drive. So, um, But that's a whole other podcast. Um, so hopefully... Again, it, you're understanding why it's so important to to know your temperament and just to maybe listen to these podcasts and get another a view on it so that you can see people through God's eyes. So do you have questions? Would you like me to um, send you a survey so that you can fill out and find out what your temperament is and how God made you? You feel free to um, either go to my website, www.findinggroundcounseling.com Dot com, or you can email me at findinggroundcounseling at gmail.com. And um, I could, it's a simple test. It only takes like 10 minutes. And you can just, we could discuss what happens after that. But um, it really is important. And I hope that you're starting to see that and starting to see others through, again, through God's eyes. And here we go. We are going to get on into the podcast and get into the guts of it and talk about emotions. So let me give you a little background behind um, where this story comes from. Uh, so I, I homeschool our daughter, our youngest daughter, and the other four go to school right now. But God had called me back to homeschooling her because, well, she needs it right now. And um, while well, we were working together, and we, I got a little uh, upset, or, um, okay, yeah, upset, and I had to leave the room for a few minutes, because I was pretty mad, and um, I left the room, and now my youngest daughter, she does not understand emotions, she doesn't understand mad, sad, happy, it, it just doesn't comprehend for her, if you understand adopted children, and especially from a foreign country, and so everything is new to her. So she knew that I was upset, and so I walked out of the room, and I came back. When I came back, she tried to express that she was upset too, but she just, she couldn't get it out. She was like, get this mad face, and um, would really like hold her breath, and just tense every muscle in her body and she just didn't know what to do with that 
And so we were we were working. Both of us were mad, and so we were just. I I wanted to see if she could express it any other way, and um, so then I said, "Hattie, are you mad?" And she said, "Yes." And so I said, "Well, what do you want to do?" And um, anyway, I ended up teaching her how to scream because she did not know how to scream. It took about five tries before she really belted it out and was able to just yell with everything that she had. And after that, it was pretty interesting. She just felt better and she went on with her schoolwork. It was just a release of all of that built up um, anger, the built up tension and just everything. It was it was a really good release for her. So the next day, uh, she had a fit and she was on the floor and she was very mad because she got something taken away from her that she really loves. And um, she was on the floor and she was crying and then she just started belting it out again and just screaming and screaming. And I, I mean, that is, that's one of the things that I love to see from her because it is very rare. She rarely expresses her emotions and you need to express your emotions. Emotions are there for a reason. And so when she started screaming, and when she started screaming, it was like a total release. She was able to cry. And for maybe about a half an hour, she just kept going. And I sat there and just hugged her, and if she would let me let me hug her. And then um, after she was done, she got up and said, I love you, Mommy, and just went out the room. And now that is very rare for us so it was quite the experience but it is so important to express your emotions can you imagine not being able to express your emotions for years uh do you know what that would do to you that would destroy not only your emotional being but also your physical being and your spiritual being emotion is so important if you just hold everything in it will make you sick. And so that is why I taught my daughter how to scream and why I teach her about her emotions and how to express them and not feel um, not feel ashamed to do that because it's very important. But when we look back and we can look into the Bible and see the importance of it, when we look at the stories in the Old Testament and of the New Testament, even Jesus expresses his emotion when he cried and um, the people that he expressed happiness, he expressed um, delight, he expressed an annoying kind of emotion when um, the disciples were saying, well, who's going to sit beside you when we get to heaven or I want to do this. And so um, he, he expressed a lot of emotion. We can also see this in the lives of the prophets, um, David, whom God loves dearly, and that's that's very obvious in the Bible. Um, he expressed so much emotion, not only of guilt and shame and loss and grief, but also happiness and just the love that he had for for God. Um, you also see the way that they express their emotion in the Old Testament, where they would um, cover themselves with ashes or tear their clothing when they were grieving something. And I think that's a healthy way. If you did it today, I mean, people would look at you like you're crazy, but it's a healthy way to express the grief that you have. So many times today, we, as our society, just hold it all in and because we don't want to be looked at upon as like having a mental breakdown or having 
um, just a really hard time because it shows weakness. But this isn't weakness. This is something that we that, that God has put in us in order to show our humanity, but also to keep us healthy. This release of emotions is very, very important. And I'm going to keep saying that until you get that into your head. Expressing emotions is vital in a healthy life. Um, without it, you you kind of turn inward and you turn away from everything else and everybody else because you can't deal with what you're dealing with or dealing with life. It's too hard to deal with life without being able to express your emotions. Um, and of course, we have the examples from the Bible and we have the examples um, that Christ have, has given us when it comes to that. But we also have examples from the um, psych- psychological world um, it, for instance, uh, orphan who has been in an orphanage their whole life, um, is, can never go beyond what they have learned. They've learned to just totally shut everything off and not cry in their bed that they're sitting in for 23 hours a day because they're not, they're not going to get anyone to come to them anyway. So they've just turned off all their emotions and they're kind of a shell of a person. And, and that is not right. That's not how we were made to live and that's not how we should live. So um, that, again, it's important to be able to express your the way that you feel. And of course, there are times for that and there are times when it's probably not the best time to express that emotion. But taking the time to work through that is very important. Yay! Okay, so I kind of got on my soapbox in this episode when it comes to emotions and even the temperament. But I hope you enjoyed it and I hope you learned a lot. If you have questions for me, again, just um, contact me and I would love to answer those questions. I'd also love if you would like to be on one of these episodes and we can talk through whatever it is you'd like to talk through and again i thank you for listening to the whole thing and sticking in there with me and of course any comments questions please send them to me i would love to hear if you are listening to this all right i am signing out and i look forward to our next podcast podcast number five And, um, well, enjoy. Hope you have a great weekend.